Hi, and welcome to the Tell It Like It Is, Like It Really Is program. This is Dr. Baker J. Baker, or Dr. B. Baker. And tonight we're going to talk, we're going to continue on talking about your temperament. We're also um, going to talk about your uh, position, your positional truth, and where you really are, where you really are. I'm drinking out of a bottle tonight, so, you know, whatever. And then I have on my Genesis hat so that, um, we can remember where it is that we are. So I want to welcome everybody. Thank you. Okay. Um, I want to talk, I want to uh, share something with you that I think is very, very important. I found out today, yesterday, all this week, last week, actually, I know this, that many of the people, many of us, that are in the body of Christ are not honest, dishonest people. What do I mean by that? It's that we have not chosen to truly locate ourselves so that we can move forward. Until you know where you really, really are, you can never, ever move forward, okay? Um, I'm going to talk about, here it is, positional truths, Roman 5, 1 through 11, tells us that, we're just, that uh, we are justified that our justification is by faith. It's by God's faith that we get to use. It's by his faith that we get to use his faith. We get to use his faith to believe that the things that he did, he really did. That the things that were done were really done and that the work has already been done. Okay, uh, let me read this to you out of, let me see where I'm gonna read it to you out of. Ah, today has been a gorgeous day, and it's really gorgeous because I'm still alive, and it's gorgeous because you're alive, and that just that just that just makes it that just makes it great. Okay, it says this, and I'm going to read um, from five. I'm going to chapter five and Romans three or. Four and finally five. Okay. The conclusion is clear. Our blameless innocence has absolutely nothing to do with something we did to qualify ourselves. It is what happened to us and for us. Okay. Solely because of our Lord Jesus Christ doing what he did. He did it for you. So, I do the things that I do in Christ. I obey because I receive his love and I can't do anything else. Why is this? Because of where I am seated. I want you to really get this. We talk about, oh, I've been in the Holy of Holies. Oh, God and I had this and, and I told him this and we just talked and we did all of these things. Well, if you were talking about yourself, you were not in the Holy of Holies, okay? You, you were not... You you were not there. You talked about your problems. If you talked about your, you know, all of these things that are going on, that is not where it is that you were. The finished work is there. All right. Uh, I, I, I was talking to someone today that told me she was mad at God, not at Jesus, but she was mad at God. And 
she's not a deep, deep, real deep uh, believer or Christian or whatever it is, but she had her, she, she had, she had uh, 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 the stuff right. You know, she had Holy Spirit, she had Jesus, and then she had the Father. Uh, she had these things in her head that there are different entities, different parts of the same of the same God. And she had to make peace with all of this within herself. Well, here, here it is. Now, listen, faith and not reward is the only valid basis for our righteousness. Let us now fully engage this seamless union in our face to face friendship or fellowship with God. In one sentence, Paul sums it up in the in, in the uh, previous four chapters. He says, standing then acquitted as a result of faith, let us enjoy peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us enjoy the peace that he has provided. Let us enjoy Jesus. Let us enjoy. He is the peacemaker. He is the prince of peace. He is all of that for us and to us. And one of the, I mean, some of the things that we really have to get is the fact that we cannot work our way into this. If we are seated in Christ, I am seated in Christ. I am in him. If I'm seated in Christ, how can I have a mind that is not his? How can I obey my flesh if I'm seated in Christ? How can I not be spirit? The only way that I'm seated in him is that I am a spirit and my spirit, man, this is what's so powerful. And I want interaction with you guys tonight, please. Here is the powerful thing. I am a spirit in him and he is a spirit in me, in the earth. I am a spirit with his mind <laughs> in him, in the heavens. And he is a spirit, the spirit of God, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the one that lives on the inside of me. The Holy Spirit of God lives on the inside of me. The righteousness of God as I am in Christ, okay, in my seat, all right, in my seat. And so I walk with that mind. I listen to that mind because I have that mind. I have God's mind. I have God's mind about what he wants done. I have God's mind about how he wants to do it. I have God's mind about how he feels about me. I have God's mind. I, God is in me. God is in love with me. He is with me. He is in love. He is God. God is love. Now, just imagine this. You're going to have to use your imagination. Your sanctified, as they say, sanctified imagination. You're just going to have to use your imagination, period. <clears throat> Here is God. God is love, right? Right? Okay. Right or right? Okay, I'm right. God is love. Not God is, uh, uh, God loves, but God is love. So, because God is love, and because God lives on the inside of me, God is love, period, in me. And then he's love with me because everything we do, because I'm in him there and I have his mind, okay? He has my body here on the earth. 
So his mind controls my body. His mind in me controls my body in the earth. Get it. Get that picture. It'll change your life. It'll change your walk. It'll change the way you think. It'll change the way you do everything. You'll quit saying, well, God told me to do this. God told me to do this. All of these little silly things. Oh, God told me to go to the store and he told me to turn right. God told me to go and and and, and lay down over here and then do this over here and do this over here. Uh, he's telling all of these things because you're a baby. He says, I'm in you to lead and guide you into all truth. And what I'm going to do is I'm leading you into oneness with me. This is what it is that he does. This is why we're sanctified. This is why we're righteousified. This is why we walk in this oneness. He says this. He says, let us enjoy peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Weymouth uh, New Testament says, uh, um, uh, uh, translates having been justified by faith. Okay, who was delivered? Who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised up, uh, raised raised up because of our declared declared righteousness. That's uh, Young's literal translation. Okay, Jesus uh, is God face to face. Grace. He says, I, my grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient to change you and make you into that, that vessel by which I can walk in, by which I have made holy, by which I have made prepared for myself. I have prepared this vessel for myself. So here it is in Romans 12, when we present this vessel living holy, a holy sacrifice not okay what makes my what makes my sacrifice what makes my body a, a sacrifice what makes my my body a sacrifice is that i have the mind of christ now you tell me this is really interesting okay when jesus was on the earth a lot of things happened that you do not see after he after he uh uh, uh died and uh i mean after he was on the cross he died he was resurrected and all of these things much of the stuff i'm trying to get some religion out of some of you much of the stuff that people are doing today, and God told me this, God told me this, God told me this, and here it is, God got I me, mean, you know, all this freaky deaky stuff that people are talking about, God told them to do. You don't see any, you don't see any of that in the New Testament. What's happening is people have tried to live an Old Testament life without the kingdom of God. You cannot live an Old Testament life and live in the kingdom of God at the same time. It's not possible. What you're doing is living by the law. Now there is a law. <laughs> there's the law of, of uh, th there's the law that is in Christ Jesus that says it's the law of love, it's the law of oneness, it's the law of completion, it's the law of holiness, it's the law of wholeness. But you see, you look and you see that much of the stuff, the little bitty stuff that people are saying, God told me this, God told me this, God told me this, God told me this, God told me that I had to do this, and God told me I have to do this. Here it is. God told me to go, okay, now I can I can see this, right? God told me to go to the airport, and then he told me to go into this place, and when I get into this place, this person is going to meet me, and here is what is going to happen. And then what's going to happen is this is going to transform, and these types of things are going to happen. It is not all this little bitty stuff that people walk around saying this. So stop being childish. You're not even being childlike. Stop being childish so that we can get the work of the kingdom done.
okay? That's really what this tell it like it is, the, uh, uh, how it really is, so that the kingdom of God, that the work of the kingdom of God can be done. If you keep doing things over and over and over and over, and there is no success in God, there is no fruit from it, no, no real fruit from it, then you must be hearing wrong. And if I'm hearing wrong, then I got to be honest with myself, honest with God and honest with others so that I can change. Change is the only thing that's constant for us. Uh, verse two, uh, Jesus is face, to, is face to face grace. Embrace, uh, uh, embrace of the entire human race. So here we are standing tall in the joyful bliss of our redeemed innocence. Some people are guilty. Some people feel guilty because they took the shot. Some people took are, are, are angry at themselves and shame because they did this or they did that or they did the other. There is no shame in God. There is no shame. Here it is. You blow it. You, 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 you were too weak or whatever it was. You thought you were stronger than you were. I know many people, not just one, two, three, but I know many people that thought they were so powerful and so strong. But when their finances started to dry up, they said, I have to bow to this dog. I have to bow to this thing. I must bow to it because I have to be able to take care of myself. So, here it is. Here are the things that we're doing here is I'm saying the word of God says that we need to build our faith up. We need to build ourselves up in the trust of him. In other words, you need to start to see yourself in that seat, in that seat, in that place, in him. There is no lack. There is no fear. There is no, there, there, there is no shame. There is none of that. There is wholeness there. Okay. Um, we are God's dream come true. This uh, this was God's idea all along to be welcomed with a world with a wide open arms, face to face, to lead as a shepherd leads his sheep. The words by faith are in brackets in the Greek text and so not not supported by the best Greek manuals. Joy is not an occasional happy feeling. We are positioned there. It's like his, uh, his, histamine uh, in an immovable, unthreatened union. Uh, it, it, it's, it, it is a hysterical type of a thing. It's a joyous type of a thing. It's something that's on the inside that no matter what happens on the outside, that the joy of the Lord, the joy of uh, because he is, it's the joy of him. It's not being the joy at something. I used to preach that a long time ago. But it's the joy of the Lord that is in me, the joy of him in me, because he is joy, righteousness, peace, and joy in the spirit. He is that in me that I can move in the direction that I need to move in or I, uh, he wants me to move in because I am co-mingled with him. And as he moves, I move. I don't move unless he moves. He moves and I move. And so what is going on is that we have to cease to live a dualistic life, this dual thing. Well, God told me this and God told me this. Well, if the spirit of God on the inside of you, that is not what he says he was here to do. 
He says, I am here to lead and guide. I am here to put light on the subject so that you can see where it is that you are supposed to be. I am here to put light in your home. I am here to put light in your business. I am here and the light, the illumination, the ability to see further than you could see before. In this room that I'm in right here, I have a light here, a light here. I got a whole lot of lights, a light up there and another light there. Why is that? So that you can see me clearly. See, I could see me clearly. I mean, I could see me clearly if I didn't have all these lights going on. But my daughter and 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 my daughters would have a a, a little fit. They'd be they'd be panicking, you know, going through their little changes. You didn't have enough light on. You were you were fuzzy. You didn't, you know, and I could. <laughs> I could care less because people could always act like I'm radio. It's really okay. But the thing of it is, is that the light gives you, gives us the ability to see further than you could see. And this is what it is. He says, I want to illuminate you. You are to be the illumination. You are to be the illumination. And when you come into a place, you are to bring that light, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter who's after you, no matter how you've been slandered, no matter how you've been attacked, no matter what it is that's going on. If we're not seeing where we're growing together, let me, let me just give you an example of something really interesting. If here we have two people, well, well let me just, just go back something. When I was married, I was, um, I was married to a believer, but we were actually unequally yoked. We were unequally yoked because he didn't, he wasn't ready to grow in the kingdom. And I was growing in the kingdom of God. And so what happened was the religious part, the religious thing, he was into doing. I was into being. See, when we walk around all the time saying, God told me this, God told me this, God told me this, well, I have to do this because this is what God said. God said this, God said this, God said this, God said this, God said this. And it's all about the doing. Then you got a problem. You're either, you are a technon, which means a baby, and you're probably rebellious. You're probably not really hearing from God. You're hearing from your feelings and your emotions. What I would like to be able to do is to help you to, to uh, 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 separate those. The word of God, the true word of God, being able to see it, being able to understand it with light shining on it will divide the false from the true, will divide the poison from 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 that that is good. I, I told this story, I don't know, last week or so. I was watching this television program and I, I get stuff from God out of all these television programs, whether it's a murder mystery, whether it's a, um, you know, whatever it is, it's just, he just opens it up for me. And, and, and I, I, I see because I, I see the adversary trying to show his stuff and, and trying to, uh, uh, what he does is try to pervert what it is that God has done. So here it is. This person had this, this sword. Here was the sword and, um, uh, or the sharp knife. And she cut this peach and she ate, she cut the peach, took a piece of it, and she was sitting there eating the peach. Well, 
her stepfather or father, whoever it was, he ate his half of the peach and he died because it was poison. Now, here it is. Everything was cleaned up. It was an Agatha Christie thing, I think it was, or whatever. At any rate, they were trying to figure it out. Didn't everybody eat the same thing? Yes, everybody ate the same thing, except one thing. There was a peach that, that uh, uh, well, I ate the peach, and I was okay. But what happened is this. They didn't realize that the knife itself was divided. One side had uh, arsenic, had poisoning on it. The other side didn't. All right? The Bible says that the word of God, see, the adversary is always trying to take things and pervert it. The word of God is so sharp. It's like a two-edged sword. It will pierce. It will, it will separate the truth from false. But if you're not having a real understanding of the word of God, you will keep walking in the falseness thinking that it is true. That's why the Bible tells us to try the spirit by the spirit. I am so blessed in my life. I hate to say this on, 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 on this thing because I don't want to blow uh, Apostle Eddie or Apostle Cal's head up, you know, um, my brother and, and, and my, anyway, whatever. But one of the things of it is, is, is and, and, and different people, different apostles and the prophet and, and, and love and unity and whatever, we, 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 we try the spirit with the spirit. You know, here's what, here's what I'm sensing. Here's what's going on. Here's what I'm, I'm sensing led to do. Here's this. And then we, 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 we look at these things and we get, we get input. We get input from the spirit of God. Why is that? If you are afraid, if you or I are afraid to get it tested, what it is that you are doing, then you already know that you're wrong. And see, sometimes it's this. Sometimes we disagree. And then a lot of times we disagree. But uh, what happens is this, is that then we start to pray. And then we start to hear. And then before long, we find that we have come into agreement with who? With the Spirit of God. Why is this? Because we laid everything down. Laid down my right to be right. Laid down my, I know I heard God, and because I heard him this way, this is what's going to happen. You will never get very far in this. And you say, Dr. Baker, why are you taking so much time on this? Because this is really important now in life. This is important in the kingdom because many, many people will never enter the kingdom of God. They will never truly sit in their seat. They will never truly uh, be able to understand what it is that God wants done because they're holding on to the way that they think things are being done. They're going around that circle. I mean, like, like little black Sambo, he just kept going around and around and around. And I think he or the tiger, one of the ones came, uh, 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 turned into butter. Uh, but you keep going around. Why is that? Because you don't have anyone in your life that is not ready to be in agreement with you that you are going to listen to. If I'm not going to listen to those that God put around me, then I'm not going to listen to God. It's just not going to happen. So 
that's that that's the reality side of that give me some input what 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 are you thinking about what it is that i'm saying here because we have to start to walk in this place called oneness and it's not in the multitude of counsel in the multitude of righteous spiritual counsel there is wisdom there is the wisdom of god there is the understanding of god there is the righteousness of god and you say well i can hear from god myself then why in the heck does god happen so he says i want you to come together and assemble i have given some apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers for the edifying for the building up i have set everything on the apostles and prophets doctrine uh this is what this this is what it is the apostles creed the apostles doctrine what is that hear god hear god and follow it, it's 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 impossible to do this without this um Verse, verse three, our blissful boasting in him remains uninterrupted in times of trouble. In times of trouble, I still boast in God. I still know that he is powerful. I still know that no matter what it is that I'm going through, he has given me the temperament. He has made this melancholy. He has made this this caloric. He has made this supine. He has made this sanguine. He has made this phlegmatic. He has made this combination of people, whatever uh, uh, combination of temperaments so that I can go through it. If I choose to go in and take it into the kingdom of God and submit it to God so that I can work in my strengths and rather than in my weaknesses. Aren't you tired of going around that same circle over and over and over again? Aren't you tired of being right? and still not having what it is that you're to have. Aren't you over this? I mean, doesn't it? I mean, golly, it just tires people out. Why is that? Because they refuse to be like that tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in the season and whatever it does, it prospers and comes to that, that, um, that maturity comes to that place of maturity uh to the pure pure sun that we are sun that one that does live in the in in the tabernacle that one that does uh is seated in his seat that one that does uh commune with god that one that does have the mind of christ the mind of christ the mind of the mind he the one that lives on the inside he says this we know that pressure reveals patience. Tribulation does not uh, does not have what it takes to nullify what hope knows we have. We have this. We have this expectation. Tribulation does not have what it takes to nullify what expectation knows that we have. Expectation knows it. We expect that even the earth is crying out for the sons of God to manifest themselves. Patient proves, uh, provides proof of every positive expectation. God, uh, uh, patience provides proof of every positive, every God expectation. This kind of expectation does not disappoint. The gift of the Holy Spirit completes our every expectation and ignites the love of God within us. Remember I told you God was in love in me in love with me that means we walk together we talk together we we ride together we watch tv together we eat together uh i move when 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 he says to move and i sit still when he says to sit still 
I'm doing what it is and stuff is going on and, and, and progress is happening. Why is that? Because I'm not doing it on my own. I, I, I feel sorry for people that, and I actually feel sorry for them. I, it's not the empathy. And I mean, it's the sympathy because it's, it's it, ignorance gone to see taking root and growing. One that feels like that they can do all of this stuff by themselves. One that feels like they can take care of themselves. One that feels like they can, uh, they, 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 they know all the answers and whatever it is and constantly trying to prove themselves right. It, it's one of those things that is a sad and sorry affair because you will never see God. You will never see him. Why is that? Because your heart will never be humbled. There's a question. What is the difference between what you are saying about God giving instructions by leading and doing something, knowing that that you are to do? I don't understand the question. It's not clear. Uh, make it clear and then I can answer it. What is the difference between what I am saying about God giving instructions? Give me an example. And then I, I, I can answer it. Thank you for the question. <laughs> Um, I love this. I love questions. Okay. Um, and when it comes back up, then I'll answer it. The Holy Spirit is an outpouring, not an inpouring. Okay. Here it is. We are to pour out. And that sometimes that means going into places. Sometimes that means doing uh, uh, many different things. God's timing was absolutely perfect. Mankind was at their weakest when Christ died their, died their death. We were bankrupt in our own efforts to save ourselves. We could not save ourselves. We could not. And oh, with that question there, you know, um, if I'm constantly, and, and I don't know if this is an answer to it or whatever, but I'm, I'm, this is what just, um, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about. If I'm constantly hearing from God and doing it my way, my way, Baker way, because I've been here before, done that when I was a baby believer, this is what it was I did. And nothing, uh, nothing is really, uh, uh, things happen, but nothing is really happening. And there is, there is not the peace of God, not just in my heart, but in those that are really around me until where it is that I'm productive in the way that God sees production. Okay. Then I'm going to have to, and, and I have not checked out. I have not talked with those that or as I said, I talk to, like, I'll talk to Apostle Cal. Uh, I'll talk to Apostle Mark T. Jones. I'll talk to uh, Apostle Robin. I'll talk to uh, 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 Prophet Andrew. I have many people that I'll talk to. And and I have been found wrong. I have been found where uh, I was doing things. And I've had it where one of them have come to me and said, you know what you're, what, what you're doing? Even though you think you heard from God, that's not God. And I'm saying, whoa. So I back off and I go ahead and go the other direction. And then all of a sudden, everything pops open. You just said that you hear God when you are doing different things. You stop when he tells you to stop. You also mentioned the rest because he's in you. How does that different? differ from a techno 
Uh, put the question back up there because this is not making sense to me. You just said that you hear God when you are doing different things. I, I don't know what that is. Okay. You stop when he tells you to. Oh, I, I, I told you, I, I do things in a multitude of counsel. I do, I very rarely just stay by myself and hear from myself because then I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just eating from what's on the inside of me. I make myself vulnerable to those that are, that are with me and, 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 and that are, are, are experienced in things. And so therefore the spirit is tested by the spirit. And if God, just like when, I was getting ready to, when the Lord told me to close the church, when I, we had this church called New Growth, and he says, uh, New Growth is dead. I went to some people, some people, some uh, minister said, I couldn't do this. I wouldn't do that. Uh, the other said, you heard God. See, you heard God. And, 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 and then I, I prayed. I prayed with, I prayed, period. And I said, why wouldn't you do it? Well, I just couldn't do it. Do you realize what would happen? I could lose this. I could, and I kept hearing the I, I, okay? Instead, I'm hearing what God has said, and then I did it, and it looked like it wasn't, it wasn't uh, what it was to be. But right there, it didn't even take a week. It didn't take two weeks before I saw the reason that God told me to do that. It's the same thing, but I, I do not just move out by myself. I am not that stupid. A technon just goes ahead and does what they're going to do, and they just, uh, to hell with everything else, okay? A mature son says, what I'm doing is worth being checked out. I mean, I, you can challenge it. You can look at it. You can investigate it. You can pray about it and you can pray with me. It can be scrutinized. Okay. Unless you are in some kind of great position, unless you are doing something that, uh, uh, um, you know, even even Paul, when he he had gone away, he had gone away and he had spent all of this time when he first got born again. He had gone away and he had spent time with Jesus and he was taught with Jesus. He still came back and submitted to all of those other apostles that were there. And he taught they told him, here is what it is you need to do. And he said, that was already in my heart. That was already in my heart. It witnesses to me. It's the same thing. Here's two or three together, because unless two are, are, are in agreement, it's just like I cannot sit in heaven and say I'm in Christ in heaven and I'm, I'm in him and I have his mind. And then I might not operate in that like I am here in earth. It just is not it, 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 it doesn't compute because I can't be here to have the mind of Christ there. And the mind of Christ always leads us to a, 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 a wider group of a, a wider group than just it being just about us. We have uh, 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 our, our mirror type thing. We have uh, here's one of the big faults. I think here's one of the difference in a technon too, and a weos is this is that a technon thinks that there's only one way of doing things, and that's their way. See. 
They don't give God the opportunity to have them work with other people to do it another way. Well, this is the way that this is supposed to go. He told me to do it. And so here is the way that he told Here is the way that I'm doing it. And then what happens is this. They start to convince themselves. It's just like a mental or emotional uh, uh, illness. People that that uh, hear voices, those voices are real to them. They are so real to them. OK. Um, Well, uh, most uh, the question here is for those of us who are watching, how can we find people that we can be accountable to? My God, if you don't have apostles or a pastor or uh, uh, um, uh, uh, people that are surrounding you, then you need to get saved because nobody does anything by themselves. If you are attached to, you need to be attached to a ministry. You need to be attached to a fellowship where you're accountable. You need to be attached to people that are not afraid to tell you truth. You see what happens, these are very good questions. I thank you, Frederick. Um, uh, what happens to most people is that they get around people that are yes people. One of, <laughs> one of the things uh, uh, that I've been told in uh, the Love and Unity, I'm a part of Love and Unity. I'm on the, the, the senior council. And one of the things that one of the apostles told me, he says, you know, Dr. Baker, you are different. And I said, all of us are different. Everybody is different. Nobody, uh, 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 you know, none of us are the same. He says, but the thing of it is, is this, you're not afraid to have things told to you and then make changes. You see the difference between me and many of you probably is I'll make that change and I'll make it immediately. And I'll pray the prayer that I have prayed, God, this is what I believe that you have sent. I believe this. I believe that you have sent these men around me or these men and this women or whatever it is, these, 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 these sons. And so therefore I'm going to make this change. If I'm headed in the right, in the wrong direction, I ask you to cover me. Because the heart and the desire is to obey you. And I have never, ever been disappointed. I have never, ever, ever not felt that even, even when I had blown it, I knew that I was still okay. Why was that? It was because I went through the necessary steps. I went through the biblical pattern. I went through the pattern of what Jesus did. I went through the pattern of what Paul did. Jesus did not do anything without the spirit of God and God himself. He did not do anything. He, he, he always had a, a, a communion. The Holy Spirit was the one that, that put the light, the illumination into him. He heard from God and then he walked through with what it was that he had to do. He, he did. He picked his disciples in that manner. He did what it was he had to do, but he learned obedience. He learned obedience. He learned obedience. Obedience is the key. The father said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. He had done miracles. He had walked in obedience all those years of his life. He had walked in obedience. That's a miracle, a miracle, a miracle. That's a miracle in itself. He had heard from him. He had walked in obedience. He had done what it was that he was to do. 
So he says, I am well pleased. Why am I well pleased? Because he obeys me. What did Jesus say when they came to him? He says, how are you going to call me Lord, Lord? And you don't obey me. You don't do what it is that I say to do. You do it your way. So here is, the, this This is what makes the difference. This is what makes the difference between technons and, 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 and weosses. I had an apostle who is a brilliant man uh, 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 spiritually. I mean, teaches all over the world. People uh, 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 just crowd around him to hear the wisdom and stuff. And I gave him some, I gave him some wisdom and he, he, he took it. I gave him wisdom and he took it. Why is that? Because he was open. He was open to hear. Why is that? Because he was not afraid. He was not walking in pride, arrogance, and disobedience. All of those things make a big difference. And he says, you know, I don't like it. It hurts to what it is that you said, but I know it's true. I know it's true. You see, we have to be teachable. We have to be, we have to be open. We have to be trusting. We have to be, we have to be all of those different kinds of things. Let's see, uh, a confirmation of what you are hearing from God. Seasoned people help if you allow it. Oh, right. So that that's who answered the question. Hallelujah. There's Leslie Choi already answered the question that Frederick asked. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I love it. I love the interaction. You guys help me here. You know, you you have these things. There's questions and things that come up. We're in this together. We are in this together. You're pulling out of me what needs to be done, and I'm learning, and I'm growing too. Yes, yes, yes. This is stuff that's going on. This is the way it is. We will never come into the oneness of God. We will never walk as that one new man. We will never walk as the patterned son in Christ if we don't learn to do this. Hallelujah. I'm almost finished. Um. Let's see, it is most likely, it is most unlikely that someone will die for another person, even if you are righteous. Yet, it is remotely possible that someone can brave such a devotion that one would actually lay down one's own life in an effort to save the life of an extraordinarily good person. Herein is the extreme, is the extremity of God's love gift. Mankind was rotten to the core. When Christ died in their in, in our death, if God could love us that much when we were ungodly and guilty, how much more are we to realize his love now that we are declared innocent by his blood? You see, this is the reason that I'm not into works. I am not into works. The things that I do, I do them in pleasure. I enjoy doing it. I'm actually enjoying life. Some days I wake up and I'm saying, I don't want to get up. I got pain in my back. My foot hurts. My uh, uh, This hurts. That hurts. I mean, everything feels like it hurts. I got to go down here and get on the shake, shake, shake machine and wait until my granddaughter comes to walk me and whatever it is. But by the time I start moving around, I'm glad to be alive. And then I walk around somebody and they say, how are you today? I say, I'm alive. I am great. I am fabulous. Why is that I'm alive? And it starts to do something in me. I get the opportunity to obey God another day on this side. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. God does not love us more now than when he reconciled us. Okay, we talk a lot about how God spent all this time with sinners, how he spent all this time with the unlovely, how he spent the time with the prostitutes and with the and with this one and this one and this one. He wasn't spending time just to hang out and have homies there. He was spending time out because he was the light of the world, just like when we spend time with these people. It is not to be their buddies. It is so that they can see what a life that they can have so that they can read us. We don't have to keep talking to them. You ain't got to force nobody. You need to listen to me. You need Jesus. No, we don't need to do that. But it will flow as it flows. You know, sometimes it's like one of these things. Somebody asked me, why are you so happy? I said, why are you so sad? I don't have to answer that all the time. Oh, it's because Jesus is in me. No, why are you so sad? Tell me about it. What's going on with you? Why wouldn't you be happy? Why wouldn't you be joyous? Why wouldn't you? You know, is it happy that you see in me or is it joy that you see in me? Well, I don't know the difference. Do you want to know the difference? And sometimes people say, yeah, sometimes they say no. But that's not on me. Never, ever, ever did he says go into all the world and convince them of anything. Mm -mm. He said, share it. <sighs> My God, I am just so overwhelmed how, how I mean, God, that God loves me. And I know he loves me. <laughs> and, I, and, 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 I, and, and I didn't have to do anything right for it. I did no righteous acts. He did them all for me. And I get to benefit from them. I get the benefit to be able to obey him because before I could not obey him. And that's something. And then one second. And then I was able to obey him. One second. I was a whore, uh, 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 a porn person, uh, 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 alcoholic, a uh, uh, a drug addict, uh, 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 well, I'm going to tell you some of the other things, but whatever it was, one second, that was that. And then the next, I was clean. I was a new creation. One second. One second. And I could tell the difference. And that humbled me. The problem with many people, they have never had an encounter with the righteous one. See, when you have an encounter with the righteous one, humility. You become able to listen. You become able to obey. You become desirous to do those. Desirous. This is why I can take he says, take no offense. Okay. These things happen. Okay. As Leslie would say, okay. Okay. But it's not just okay. It's like for real. It's one of those things where I realized 
in that moment. I wasn't cognizant of the words of it, whatever, but I realized in that moment, I no longer belong to myself. Now I belong to somebody else. I was uh, addicted to all of those things. And in one second, I started a new addiction. I am addicted to righteousness. I am addicted to peace. I am addicted to joy. I'm addicted to the kingdom of God. I am addicted. I'm a bond slave. I'm in bondage to it. I have bound myself to it. So I'm not, I'm not concerned with being delivered from a bondage. What did I do? Huh? I got one that I'm so bound to that I, I, can't, I can't get rid of it. I don't even want to. See? And that's why obedience is my key. Obedience is such an honor. Because I'm obedient to one that's obedient to himself. To the one that created everything, yes, but he obeys his own laws. My God, my God. I'm addicted to the truth. He is the truth. He is the light. I'm addicted to his wisdom, not earthly wisdom. I could care less about that. I'm addicted because the when I get the wisdom from him, it overrides this other stuff. And this is what it is that, that we need to understand. I'll finish with this. If you get nothing else out of the scene, like the hodgepodge that, that I, I mean, because that's the way it seems to me that, that I've, I've gone through tonight. One of the things of it is, is this. You got to really start to understand where you sit, where you really, really sit. You see, Apostle Cal says something that is really interesting to me. He says, if you have to ask somebody, he says, don't ask me about my growth. Don't ask me what kind of believer I am. Ask my wife. Ask D. She can tell you. See, don't ask me about what kind of husband I am what kind of father I am, what kind of minister I am. Ask my wife. And if I don't get, uh, uh, he says, in fact, I asked her, I asked her the other day, and she told me, well, you got a C, oh, this was a while back, you, you got a C plus, okay? And he says, I had to work, I had to work on that. I had to, I had to find out why. And then I made changes, he made changes. Why is that? Because he's addicted to God. He wants to obey God. He says, I obey God. And obeying God is submitting one to another. It's not just a wife submitting to a husband. It's submitting one to another, which means that we flow in this thing together. My God, my God, my God. And it's coming from her lips not mine, as to how great she thinks I am. See, 
and 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 uh you know it, it, it's it is it, that when 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 somebody asks okay tell me about your wife tell me about your husband hmm well they're this 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 well they're such a fabulous well okay maybe that is to you but i don't see it See, they've just failed. We got to realize something. We have to start to walk in the love of God. See, we keep thinking that if I do, 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 do all of this stuff, that everything is going to be the way I want it to be. We're going to have to learn to rest in God. We're going to have to learn to rest in truth. We're going to have to, we're going to, you don't have to do nothing. But at any rate, um, it would be <laughs> good if here it is, we learn to rest in that place called obedience. Because we get to do this. I get to do this. I don't have a right to hide my life from you. If you see something going on in my life and you want to ask me about it, you have a right. Why do you have a right? Because we're a part of the same body. And what I do affects you and what you do affects me. So I, if I say I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, then I need to walk in that righteousness. And if there's, if there's unrighteousness going on, then I need to fess up to it and then even ask you to pray for me and with me and, and get help. Because we are not in this place by ourselves. You know, we can judge ourselves so great. We can judge ourselves. This is the same way it is when people tell me, I heard God. God told me this. God told me this. God told me this. God told me this. God, God, God told me all this. He said, I ain't said nothing. He said, I haven't talked to them since the last time I told them to do something and they didn't do it. So, check yourself. Dot, dot. <laughs> I hope you've had fun tonight. It's 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 not been my normal exciting 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 night, but I I just I have these things on my heart because people are hurting. There's a lot of people that are hurting, and because they're hurting, and it's because of the the body of the the the, the body of Christ has not moved into the kingdom of God. And the body of Christ is going to have uh, needs to the church needs to move into the kingdom of God and operate there. People talk kingdom, but they're not the kingdom. And we're going to talk about the difference. We're going to talk about those three parts of it as we continue to go through the tabernacle. Remember, I'm doing the tabernacle with Apostle Cal on Mondays. Pastor Lonzine is teaching on the tabernacle in our services on Sundays. And I'll be doing some of it. I don't know what's happening up after uh, Apostles McGee and Prophet McGee. Uh, yeah, okay. 
uh, we finish up either this week or next week or the following week or the following week. And then I'm going to have someone else on for a series of things as God shows me what it is that he, as he reveals it. And um, I want to thank you. Remember, uh, June 2nd and 3rd and 4th in Ontario, California is our Love and Unity um, uh, Conference, I mean, Convergence. It's our national. And remember that there are Love and Unity things happening all the time. I'm Dr. B. Baker, Apostle of God, called of Him, and testified in earth. And I love you so. I really do. And all of these things that, that he brings out is because of the love of God has for you and because of my love. Sometimes you have to be cut in order to, for the cure to come. Lance those, those big nasty boils with all that nasty stuff in it so that we can walk in obedience, so that we can walk as one. When you hurt, I hurt. I love you. I love you. I love you. This is Dr. Baker saying goodbye. Uh, and join me again for the Tell It Like It Really Is program. Bye-bye.